Hi cuties, it's Jericho Mandiberth, Editorial Director at Girlboss, and this is Self-Service, a show about showing up and taking care of yourself more and being unashamedly spiritual about it, if that's your thing. It's a journey that I'm only just really beginning, and I'm so glad I get to do it with you guys. But first, I want to tell you about something that I love from one of our partners, and that is books. Audiobooks are one of my favorite ways of learning more about myself. Whether you want to learn something new or just motivate yourself, books like Brene Brown's Braving the Wilderness and The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, they're all available on Audible. Audible helps you listen to more books by letting you switch seamlessly between devices, picking up exactly where you left off, whether it's on your phone, from a tablet, from your car, from your home. You can basically get a ton of books and their eyes and hands-free while you're doing anything else. Audible members get a credit every month and that's good for any audiobook in their store regardless of the price and any unused credits roll over into the next month. If you didn't like an audiobook, you can just exchange it, no questions asked. Plus, you can go back and re-listen to any book anytime, even if you cancel your membership. Start a free 30-day trial and get your first audiobook free with an exclusive code for self-service listeners. Go to audible.com slash self-service or text self-service to 500-500 to get started. One more time for reinforcement, Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audible.com slash self-service and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening audible.com slash self-service or text the word self-service to 500-500 and get started today. Self-service is your cosmic comfort zone, an inner beauty school where self-care is celebrated, where getting real with emotions is a treat and an interest in thoughtful, funny conversations Weird wellness wellness. and astrology is unabashed. Unabashed. It's where being a little self-indulgent isn't just a shame-free act of love. It's a necessary launch pad into a life that's wholly ours. ours. In a world where we feel good about taking up space. Here, we serve our hearts. hearts. We learn. We talk talk shit. We grow. And we tune the F up. Self-service. Today I'm going to speak to Lauren Ash, yogi, founder of the wellness platform made for and by women of colour, Black Girl in Om. It's a platform dedicated to exploring yoga, mindfulness and well-being, especially for marginalised communities who are so underserved by the wellness industry. And that's despite self-care as we know it being born of the work of women of colour in activism and in community work. So I'm really excited to speak to her. And speaking of Black Girl in Om, they have a podcast and you know what, I give you permission to pause this right now and go and subscribe to Black Girl in Om, the podcast, because it's that good. Jessica Lanyado, astrologer-in-chief, will be joining us, of course, and get ready to hear your forecast for the week, plus learn a little bit about the significance and power of full moons. But first, I'm going to give us a personal impression of a tarot card for the week that we might want to use as a bit of an energy gauge for the week ahead. So the card 
that I pulled this week is the Three of Cups. Let's talk about that. I really like getting this card in the context of a podcast because it's all about community and relationships. There's a feeling of like warm celebration that comes along with this card. It's like in the Rider Waite Smith deck anyway, three people and they've got wreaths in their hair and they're raising their cups of emotional abundance high, kind of like a toast to sisterhood, you know. There's a well-known tarot reader called Bridget Esselmont or Biddy Tarot who calls it the Sex in the City card, which is pretty funny. A good question to ask yourself when you receive this card is, who around me fills my cup and whose cup do I fill? Let yourself lean into that mutual beneficial connection feeling and making sure that you have people around you who know how much you mean to them. And if you want to go out and be social this week, you really should. You know, this is a card about like drinking and dancing and playing the field even if you're into that or just letting your hair down. Don't go ham now. You know the difference between like healthy partying and self-destructive hedonism. So check in with yourself if you're feeling the call. Too much drinking or drugs and not enough alone time is like never good. But ultimately, I see this card as a reminder of connection and compassion and our ability to come together and create something really wonderful and help lift each other up. So let's commit to that this week. So today I'm excited to be speaking with Lauren Ash, the wellness visionary, the yoga teacher, the meditation teacher, the writer, the podcast host, and the founder of the impactful and important Black Girl in Om, a platform and community that promotes holistic wellness and self-love for women of color. I'm so happy to have her here. Hi, Lauren. How's it going? Hi. Oh, I'm so great today. Thank you. How are you? I'm so great too. <laughs> I wanted to start by talking about the origins of Black Girl in Ohm. So you were doing community work of various kinds in Chicago before you started yoga teacher training, I hear. What made you want to become a teacher in the first place? So when I actually enrolled in yoga teacher training, I had zero expectations about actually teaching yoga. <laughs> so I always tell people now, especially women with big dreams, to follow your curiosity because you quite literally never know where it's going to lead you. And me signing up for yoga teacher training was me saying yes to this passion and this love for the yoga practice that I had. Uh And I, in probably week two, um, was practicing yoga. And the phrase Black Girl Gnome actually came to me through a yoga practice. And from there, that's when I actually started manifesting teaching and more specifically cultivating a community that we now know as Black Girl and Ohm. That's incredible that it just came to you. It's so amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it goes without saying that women of color are historically underserved in an industry like wellness. What was your experience of this and, and how did that kind of inform the creation and the philosophy of Black Girl and Ohm in the early days? Oh, absolutely. So I grew up in a suburb of St. Paul, Minnesota, and I, for quite some time, was the only black girl in most of my settings. So I was very Mm -hmm. used to living and going to school and everything in predominantly white settings. So it wasn't until really college when I had actually more direct and overt experiences with racism Mm -hmm. that I had an awakening and a aha moment that it's really 
you know, racism is still alive and well. And also this thing called race, while it's not biologically real, it has social Mm -hmm. implications. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I, for the first time in my life, in college really started to cultivate more intentional community and sisterhood with other black women. And it was in that, that I just found so much just in terms of shared experiences, you know, everything from like music to like our taste in food to, um, just like the beauty found in connecting with someone else who just gets you and gets what you experience. Mm -hmm. So it was then later on in grad school when I started the practice of yoga And I loved yoga. I loved, you know, what it gave me, especially as a a stressed out graduate student. But Mm -hmm. I always looked around the classroom and saw, again, just like my childhood and high school, I was the only black girl. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, you know, how amazing would it be to be able to merge my love and passion and joy for yoga and wellness more broadly, as well as my love of sharing in space and intentional community with other black and brown women. So it was that kind of both of those seeds were planted. Right. And then mm-hmm. later on, when I started yoga teacher training was when that aha moment came of, OK, well, I can be the one to do that. And I can start doing that through something that has come to me in the in the name of Black Girl and Ohm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Amazing. And speaking of community, like you run this self-care Sunday live event series that pretty much sells out consistently. What kind of conversations has having that kind of a space for storytelling, especially around self-care, opened up? I love that question because self-care Sunday in many ways is kind of like the beating heart of Black Girl and Ohm because mm-hmm. it is our in-person experience. So it's so beautiful what happens at every single self-care Sunday. The words belonging and vulnerability always come to mind for me. Mm. So first, you know, a shared sense of belonging where unfortunately still a lot of mainstream yoga and wellness spaces aren't always as inclusive as they could be. And so yeah. um, with Black Girl Gnome, Black and brown women enter and know that they will be met with a space that will just, you know, take them and their stories and their experiences and just like hold them in a really meaningful way. So we have conversations ranging from how some of us are dealing with depression and anxiety, you know, talking about mental health within the black community is still so oftentimes taboo, but we go there and we Mm -hmm. have those conversations and we talk about very real ways to navigate the world and find ways to thrive despite what we're being presented with. And then Mm -hmm. the vulnerability comes in, in that women always are just free and feel a sense of, of, of ease in our space so that they can go there and they can open up and they can share stories. So many women session after session share that it was the first time where they felt like they could really be honest Mm -hmm. about their narratives and about the things that they experience and not have to like, you know, like censor themselves or leave certain things out, but that they do it in a space that's relatively strangers, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But they walk out having opened up and connected deeply with themselves, but also with one another, which is always so beautiful for me to see. So important. Have you always been interested in in self-care and wellness in in general? Like what's your journey been like with these concepts and and what does self-care look like for you today on like a more personal level, I guess? Yeah, I I love that question, too, because when I look back to my childhood, I don't really believe I saw like, you know, a self-care journey, quote unquote, or a wellness journey presented to me in ways that we now see because it's so popular now. Right. Mm -hmm. But 
My grandmother, her name was Lillian. She really, in many ways, really demonstrated wellness in some like really practical ways. You know, she was a black Southern woman from Louisiana. And so for her wellness looked like, oh, you have cramps? Well, just boil some ginger and you know, then you'll feel better. Or, oh, like you're feeling in a funk, like go for a walk around the block. Mm -hmm. She was the first person in my family to really enroll me in an activity actually. And that was ice skating. I was a figure skater for several years when I was young. And so I find that it's so beautiful, honestly, to look back and remember the very tangible things that she taught me because we overcomplicate self-care so much now sometimes, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, it has to look like I have a yoga membership. And then I also go on like a week long vacation every summer. And then I have to get the green juice. And it's like, it literally (laughs) can look like simply sitting down in your room, taking some deep breaths when you're not feeling your best. Right. Mm hmm. But I feel like the more recent kind of self-care journey that I've recommitted to was actually born out of my own awareness that in the past three years that I have been cultivating and directing Black Girl and Ohm, that I have in many ways like given space for more women to come into the fold and then not given myself the full attention that I deserve. So this past December, I actually took a a mini hiatus during the month and I actually (laughs) did another yoga teacher training um, with Koya Webb. She's phenomenal. She's based in L.A. Uh And it was during that time. It was an immersion style, 23 days, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Yoga, meditation, journaling, plant based eating, more (laughs) yoga. Like it was just an immersive weeks long experience. And it literally filled me and fueled me up and reminded me of how even as an entrepreneur and even as this woman who wants to just do so much more than I'm even doing right now, that Mm. the the greatest gift that I can give myself, but also everyone who steps into this vision is prioritizing myself first, because then I can give so much more to others. Mm -hmm. For sure. I relate to that strongly. Mm -hmm. Um, we know that for marginalized people that like obviously there are barriers to self-care there's social barriers but also there might be personal barriers so I was wondering like what would you say to women who might not actually just be familiar with the language of self-care or used to addressing their own needs when it comes to self-care and aren't necessarily sure how to begin that is such an important question because of how it's represented so much that it has to be Pilates or journaling or whatever. And it's, I've actually shied away now from telling anybody what I think they should do. Like Mm -hmm. I I try to not say, Oh, you should try yoga or you should try meditation. I say, here's what I do. And here's how it helps me. And I encourage everyone to really think about what challenges maybe come up again and again in your life. You know, it could be unforgiveness. It could be Mm -hmm. that you're generally just negative in your thinking or in your self-talk. Um, Mm -hmm. It could be that you feel like you're lacking gratitude for all the beautiful things that happen around you. So I encourage you to really get reflective first. And then from there, identify some very simple practices that don't necessarily have a dollar amount attached to them that might address that in a very direct way. Mm-hmm. You know, I I know that for people struggling with anxiety, movement is really, really useful because it literally can transfer that pent up anxiety that's within you 
and like release it, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe for an anxious person, like meditation might not actually be the best, at least not right away, because it might just cause you to stay in the the anxious kind of thought patterns, right? Mm -hmm. So everyone's different. Everyone's stories are so um, unique. And I think that it's so key for more people to just be willing to do the work of uncovering exactly what will bring them healing or will bring them release or bring them wholeness. So yeah, that introspective reflective work is so key before even starting a wellness journey. That's such good advice. Thank you. On a more entrepreneurial note, did you ever think that Black Girl in Orm would be like as big and impactful as it is? And also you mentioned briefly that you have so many big plans for Black Girl in Orm. What's kind of coming up next or what are you excited about for this year? Ooh, so I have always been a big dreamer and a visionary in my thinking. Mm -hmm. I've had just so much gratitude for people who have supported me and poured into me ever since I was young. So even my mom told me, Lauren, you're going to work for yourself one day. You're going to create something on your own terms. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that being said, like when the idea for Black Girl Mom came to me and I started developing it, I started first with the mission, you know, to promote holistic wellness and Mm -hmm. inner beauty for women of color. I started there. Mm -hmm. And while I saw certain things and certain ways that the the mission would manifest, such as our, you know, events and our experiences and our online publication, I didn't foresee a whole lot more like our podcast, which is so huge now. And when I started Black Girl Nome, I had no clue what a podcast even was. (laughs) So while I, I knew that the, the vision was so big and so potentially impactful and knew that other people would resonate with it as well, no, I did not know like how quickly it would develop, how quickly it would develop like other legs and, mm-hmm. and expressions. And so it's just been like literally a joy and a privilege to be able to always ask, all right, what next? How more can we express this mission? Mm-hmm. And I would say this year, I, you know, we're in year three, so it's a good number. I'm feeling really great about this number. Um, yes. And we, <laughs> I know that you're into like numerology For and stuff. Sure. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The year that signifies, three signifies a lot. I know it's creativity and mm. abundance and longevity. So I'm really excited about two things this year. So expansion and elevation. And for us, expansion means more events in more cities. So I travel a lot and I don't always pop up with an event, but this Mm -hmm. year I'm committing to every single place I go, trying at least to make it happen and and holding space for our community members all over. We're going to be doing live podcast events, which will be so exciting. Um, Same thing in some of our major cities and just having these phenomenal conversations with our actual listeners. And we also want to offer our first retreat and it'll be somewhere beautiful. Can't say where just yet, but it'll just be this transformative, (laughs) immersive celebration. (laughs) That is also exciting. Lauren, it's been like such an honor and a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you so much. And where can people learn more about Black Girl in Ome? Thank you so much for having me and everyone listening can follow along everywhere, honestly, on social media at Black Girl in Ome. Mm-hmm. And my personal platform is Hello Lauren Ash. So if people want to stay in touch more directly with me, that's a great place to do it too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much.
You know her, you love her. Astrologer Jessica Lenyardo will be back with another magical forecast for you right after this. I recently started with HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers your favorite step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. I basically get to pick from a variety of chef-curated meals that are less than $10 each and take less than 30 minutes each to cook. Last week, I had ravioli with spinach and it was delicious. The best part is I don't have to go to the store. I can just pick out exactly where I'd like them to be shipped to, aka my house, which is kind of perfect for my busy schedule. It couldn't be more convenient. Their veggie menu is full of plant-based proteins, grains, and seasonal produce, so I know it's always nutritious, which makes me feel pretty good. And guess what? My listeners can get 30% off their first week of HelloFresh with the promo code SELFSERVICE30. That's $30 off your first week of HelloFresh if you visit HelloFresh.com and enter SELFSERVICE30. And after you eat dinner, you can't forget to brush. When it comes to your health, brushing your teeth is one of the most important parts of your day. Quip knows that. That's why they've combined dentistry and design to make for a new and better electric toothbrush. Quip brushes pack just the right amount of vibrations into a slimmer design at a fraction of the cost of bulkier old school electric toothbrushes. Their guiding pulses tell you when to switch sides, which is fun. And Quip suctions mount right to the mirror and unstick to use as a cover for your hygienic travel needs anywhere. And because you want the thing that cleans your mouth to also be ideally very clean, Quip subscription plan refreshes your brush on a dentist-recommended schedule, delivering a new brush every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. Quip is backed by a network of over 10,000 dental professionals, and it was named Time Magazine's Best Inventions of the Year. Find out for yourself why by going to quip.com slash self-service right now. Quip starts at just $25, and with our code, you'll get your first refill pack free with the Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash self-service. G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash self-service. So you may or may not have heard that there's a full moon this week and it's in Virgo, which sounds really cool, but what does that actually mean? Jessica Lanyato, our astrologer extraordinaire, is back to explain. Hi, Jessica. Hi, how are you? (laughs) I'm so good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm ready to talk full moon. Also, there's so much going on astrologically this week. It's not just the moon, but but let's, let's break down the moon. So when the moon is full, mm-hmm. really what's happening is the moon and the sun are perfectly opposite each other in the sky. And so full moons, I mean, you've heard of full moon crazy, right? Full mm-hmm. moons are a time where our emotions get so ripe and so big that they can be overpowering. Mm-hmm. And it's really an interesting time because, you know, you can see that like there's there's more crime and there's more, you know, emergencies that happen. It's kind of always like an intense time for everybody. And the thing that's, you know, maybe kind of simple to say, but also I think is really interesting is that, you know, we have the 12 signs and generally speaking, we have one full moon per sign of the year. So this is our one time of the year where we have a full moon in Virgo. Wow. And, you know, it's an interesting thing because on the eclipse, we talked about forgiveness mm-hmm. and 
as it move as we moved into Pisces season, we talked about boundaries. Mm-hmm. And now this full moon in Virgo, and Virgo is all about like assessing and analysis. And Virgo is really habitual. It's a sign that is really about what we do day to day. And so this particular full moon is a really great time to clear up what it is that you're willing to let go of so that you can be more whole in your life so that you can kind of get out of your own way. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Kind of, kind of a big deal when you think about how many things we do that we know don't work. Like for me, it's the second cup of coffee or it's eating sugar (laughs) after a certain hour. And it's like, it gets in my way on the daily, but I do it. And so a Virgo full moon is actually a really great time to practice letting it go. And there mm-hmm. will be supportive energy to do that because it's not just a full moon, which we should say is on March 1st, but it's also Venus trying to Jupiter and Mercury trying to Jupiter. And those transits are an opportunity for us to grow. And they're really, they make it fluid for us to change our habits and change our attitudes. They also make it easy for us to be hella lazy and (laughs) self-indulgent and eat all the candy of the world and watch all the Netflix. So Mm -hmm. this is where you have to make choices. When, When this full moon happens and really all through the week, a good thing to do is to really look at, okay, I have my identity and my sense of self and are my feelings contradicting it? And if so, can I just validate that that's happening, right? So just pay attention to the, the fact that it's happening for you. But there's so much more astrology happening. So I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to run through the week if that's okay. I would love you to. Thank you. Excellent. Okay. So from the 24th through the 26th, we've got Venus square to Mars and Mercury conjunction to Neptune and the sun sextile to Saturn. So what all of this means is that we have the capacity for deeper understanding. However, <laughs> it's deeper understanding <laughs> of the human condition and not necessarily of data because Mercury conjunctions and Neptune can bring up a lot of anxiety and a lot of confusion. This is a mm. period where you really want to make sure you're not jumping to conclusions and that you're not letting mm-hmm. your feelings override data. You want to use both feelings and data. On the 26th through the 28th, we have a sexy Venus sextile to Pluto. This is what you want if you're trying to meet someone new or make something happen, or if you're just trying to light things up with uh, someone you're already dating. It's a time where you can just really have fun. Cool. It's also a great time to shop. If you need new pants, shop shop on those days. (laughs) Um, Always, right? Always. And then finally, from the 27th through the 29th, and this is all leading up to our big full moon, right? Mm-hmm. We have a Mercury square to Mars. And this is annoying. It's super annoying because Mercury is your mind and Mars is agitated. And so it makes us quick to jump to conclusions, irritable. Um, mm. And it can be a time where you just let things out of your mouth that you later regret. So if you've been trying to get back to the gym, choose one of those days. <laughs> it will be good for you and the world. let it out in a healthy way (laughs) exactly let it out in a healthy way so the upshot of this week with all this astrology happening is try not to make decisions or say something radical unless your feels are clear try not to Mm. act out of a place of like i'm just trying to not feel the way i feel so i'm just going to say this or do this but instead 
try to really take care of yourself so that when you do something or say something, it's coming from a clear place inside of you. And it's not just to avoid feeling bad and thinking that, you know, you can change it by doing something external, do something internal to change it. Amazing. That's such a great takeaway. Thank you so much, Jessica. And before you go, where can people find you on the internet? Find me all over the internet at lovelaniato.com. That's my website or Mm -hmm. on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Jessica Lignato. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good week. Thank you so much for joining us once again. If you're getting something out of self-service, chuck us a bloody rate, review or share in iTunes or Stitcher so other people can find us and use the hashtag self-service podcast if you want to ask questions or just get in touch and you can follow at Girlboss Radio, at Girlboss or at Jericho.MandyBurr if you want. Love your work. Bye.